Welcome to the DNA Conversations on our podcast series. And today we talk about finding the right virtual assistant for your founder journey. And again, as always, we're one of our creative entrepreneurs in our ecosystem shares their wisdom on a facet of entrepreneurship that really helps us break down those barriers to success. So I'm Alan, and today I'm really privileged to welcome um, fellow entrepreneur Sonia, and she will be talking about virtual assistants for founders. Hi, Sonia. Nice to have you here. Hi, good afternoon, Alan. Thank you for having me. So, Sonia, if we can kick off, will you please just, you know, clarify to us what is virtual assistance and specifically for founders? You know, what is it about and in, in a business sense? So, a virtual assistant is a assistant that works remotely. So, it's someone who offers different types of services like creative services, technical or administrative services. And then mostly they work from a home office. So, it's, you don't have to pay them a set salary or monthly salary or a guaranteed salary, but you normally charge or pay them per hour or they have project, project prices or retainers. Okay, and you know, that makes quite a bit of sense. It's always um, somebody, as you say, virtual assistant, so they assist me with my tasks, so, which brings me to the next one. How did you come across this topic of, you know, virtual assistants, specifically um, for us like founders? What's your backstory? So I started my virtual assistant journey in 2018, and I was very fortunate to find my client very early on. Um, I was the, they appointed me as the event um, support manager for a global expo, and I worked with um, startups all, of, all over the world, and mostly in AI, it was an artificial intelligence expo. And um, so I was just, it was fairly new, like virtual assistant was new in South Africa, so, but I was just doing my thing, just focusing on being the best virtual assistant, and then obviously interacting with all these founders of startups, and then... Um, after a few months working for this client, some one of the founders of one of the startups here in South Africa approached me and said, Sonia, I know you work full time for um, your client, but I really need someone to assist me with my admin. And that was the first person I assisted. And after that, I was I was known as the virtual assistant person in Cape Town. Like I'm not like the only person, but I was well known as the virtual assistant and I'm able to help other founders find a, a suitable virtual assistant. So that's how, that's my story. My word, it shows you, you know, you made an impact and, and people attached to that. So that's good to hear. I always like it when I hear people try something new and then manage to get others excited, just like you did. So yeah, well done on that one. Thank you, Alan. So um, Sonia, is a virtual assistant something that I as a founder should consider? Yes, definitely, Alan. So as a founder, you should focus on the important things in your business, like networking and what your your business does. Maybe it's in AI, you're building apps. Maybe you a um, a plumber, electrician, you need to focus on those projects. You can't still work on onboarding clients, invoicing, follow up with clients. Those are things that's mundane, repetitive tasks, and that's what virtual assistants are happy to do, obviously. And um, so what the founder, that, or how virtual assistants help founders is they assist with things that the founder is not supposed to do, um, can't do, or just don't want to do. So those are the things we're happy to help with. 
And um, I don't know if um, maybe if I'm jumping the gun, but a lot of founders are, are hesitant to hire a virtual assistant because of, of confidentiality. But virtual assistants have service level agreements in place to, to cover your confidentiality and, and obviously cover the Poppy Act. Okay, that's very interesting. I, I didn't actually realize that. Um, so that's a really comfort to know. And I fully agree with you, you know, if we get legal experts or design experts or accounting experts because we realize we don't have the skills, I fully agree with you. Get the specialists in. They are professionals in their field. So let them come in and help you with all those needs, as you mentioned. Um, so it makes f yeah. perfect sense. Um, um, yeah. We started touching on it now. Um, can you tell us a little bit more, please, about the benefits of bringing in this virtual assistance, you know, for me as a founder? Yes, definitely. Most of the founders, they start from scratch or they, or they start with little capital. And um, so with the, with the virtual assistant, you, charge, you pay them per hour. So you pay according to your budget. You don't have to pay them a guaranteed salary and the same amount every month. So the, it's you're not obligated to pay them a set salary. They don't expect it. So you can them according to how your business doing if the one month you're not doing well you don't have to hire you don't have to send work to the virtual assistant and the virtual assistant will understand one of the other so it's cost effective one of the other is good reasons is you don't have to pay any resources this virtual assistant um obviously looks after or make sure they get their own laptop wi-fi stationery desk resources all the resources and you don't have to pay the virtual assistant any benefits also, what is important, what we don't, for, what we forget sometimes is that the virtual assistants appear of fresh eyes in your business because the founder and their staff is so busy every day with the same task. They don't see the shortcomings or the gaps in their business. So now the virtual assistant comes with ideas, different ideas because they have a different um, perspective maybe. Um, so that, those are only a few of the benefits of hiring a virtual assistant. You know, some good takeaways there, especially that fresh eyes. I like that. I always tell people sometimes you must consider outsourcing. Maybe it's your software development or whatever. So that's a very important point. Um, other takeaways I picked up, you touched on increased productivity. You know, it might free up some of my time um, because they assist me. Uh, we touched on it previously, specialized skills, um, you know, things i don't know how to do they are the pros let them do it and i like what you said sonia flexibility if i really can't afford it or maybe i don't have a lot of work this month for them you know we negotiate and we have an agreement and then i scale down okay that makes sense yes um what are the questions that i should be asking myself you know if i'm really considering pursuing this virtual assistance for my business yeah so obviously what do you need assistance within your business make a list and see the things that um you're not prepared to obviously part with and things that you really need help with look at all the repetitive stuff stuff sorry repetitive tasks so those are the things that the virtual assistant can do for you so make sure what tasks you're going to ask the virtual assistant to do what's your budget do you want them to work part-time or full-time um does the also do you have a, a non um, a non disclosure agreement that you can send to the, the virtual assistant as well? Because the virtual assistant sends the agreement with their terms and conditions, but you are able or you are open to send your NDA to them. Um, are the processes that you want the 
the purchase to do? Have you recorded it? And there's an amazing tool called Loom where you do make videos. It's like a, a link that you send someone and it's video screenshots you can send someone. And instead of, of telling the virtual assistant, explaining via a call how to do the processes, you can record it via Loom with obviously visuals. So, and also if you get a second virtual assistant, the first one that maybe doesn't work out, you just send the same link again. So have you recorded the process that you've done? Um, do you prefer a virtual assistant locally or somebody in Asia who maybe charges less or somebody that works US times? Do you want a beginner, intermediate or advanced um, virtual assistant in the specific skill set? Um, and what's the goal with having support from a virtual assistant in your business? Yeah, you know, that goal, that's so important. We often overlook that. And also, um, if I understand you correctly, it's for myself. Why do I do that? But also so they in the clear what is expected of them and um, so that we're on the same page, right? Yes. Okay, that's most interesting. So um, I was also thinking... You mentioned that it's most often virtual, you know, remote work, not on site. So um, I remember, recall, you mentioned to me once we should consider, is that a way that I'm comfortable with working? And if the answer is yes, then, you know, this yes. is the way to go, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Yes, Alan. Yeah. Um, so, Sonia, any final pearls of wisdom, you know, to share on this topic for us? Maybe not the final pearl of wisdom, but just maybe a testimony from me because I have a, a virtual assistant working for me. She does my social media. So many years ago, I, I did my own social media and I thought it would look good and I thought it was effective. Mm. But then I got this virtual assistant. She just started out and she asked me if she can actually do an internship with me. And she did my social media and I don't want to do my own social media any longer. So she actually, I had to do a flyer yesterday and she's ill at the moment with this bug going around. And I said, okay, don't worry, it's fine. I do understand. I'm going to do it myself on Canva. And I'm too embarrassed to post it because I know she's going to do a much better job than me. So um, it's just the quality and the professionalism that they obviously bring into your business. And then time savings, it's just, I'm not a creative person. I do not enjoy doing creative tasks. And it's time-consuming and frustrating, and then it's just so easy and stress. It just it just lightens your load during the week because you don't have. I I want to focus on things that I really enjoy. So those are my pearls of wisdom. Get the virtual assistant. Focus on the things that you're good at and that you enjoy, and let the virtual assistant do the rest. You know, that's there's so much truth in it. I'm guilty of trying to do everything myself and say, no, I can quickly do it in the end. as a redo, go back again. You waste a lot of time where you could have spent that energy on the product or the service that you create and the business that you run. And then very important what you mentioned now, Sonia, is they are the pros. They know how to use those software packages like a Canva. I don't, so now I quickly try and learn, but you know, why? I mean, you know, and get these people in to help us so that we can focus on what we're good at. So I think that's so important. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I think maybe a last thing that I can also um, share is that if a founder thinks about the time and how, what's their hourly rate, and they sit and try and do something that the VA can do, your hourly rate is most probably more than the virtual assistant's hourly rate. So just look at the savings then. Um, you know what I mean? You can really utilize your time much better. Exactly. That's such smart business. I like that. So thanks for that, Polo Wisdom. Yeah. Um, so, and for everyone else, thank you 
Sonia, it was so interesting. It, it really made me think again. And, you know, the important thing is don't try to do everything yourself. You know, what's the point in that? <laughs> um, so it takes discipline and this person can really help you and help you with that discipline that you need even, you know, because I'm sure they'll keep you on your toes. Hey, you know, where's the script for the next social media <laughs> post? <laughs> Definitely. So that's, Definitely. So that's added benefit. Um, so thanks for that. And for everyone taking the time to listen as always, thank you. You know, we can't do it without you. Um, and I really hope this has sparked some new ideas for you guys with your entrepreneurial quest. Um, if you want to know anything more about this, have a look at Sonia's profile on our website over at dna.co.za or send us an email or get in touch and we'll gladly refer you to Sonia to see how she can help and even if she's just there as a soundboard to listen to you guys. So please reach out. Sonia's available. She's eager to help. And we'll be back soon with more thought-provoking expertise for our founders. Until then, have a good one.